Welcome to Twisted Plot Podcast. Here is your host, Evelyn Marley. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to you all whenever you may be listening to this. Um, (laughs) My guest is kind of an anomaly. She's not only an amazing mother, wife, friend, sister, daughter, but she's also a creative and she has about 50 different Instagram accounts. And I guarantee you, if you're in the Bravo (laughs) sphere, you are following at least one of them and you probably don't even know it. She's a co-host to multiple podcasts, including Bravo Literary Society, Netflix and Pod, and my personal favorite, Residential Confidential. She's currently started a YouTube series called Kind Mind, Smart Hearts, where she uses her background in education, socio-emotional learning, and school counseling to help teachers, parents, students collaborate and use strategies to help cope with distance learning, the pandemic, parenting, teaching, being a kid, all of the above. It's there. And she she just started that. They are really amazing videos. I highly recommend it if you're a parent, teacher, or child. I don't know how many children are listening right now, but you know, you never know. If you need more of Jackie Santishan, am I saying that right? Perfectly. Perfectly. You just can't get enough of her. You can always go to her Etsy store, Velvet Hammer Designs, where you can find her merchandise. I'm sure you've seen the RIP dog shirt that's going around and many other Bravo-centric merchandise that's on there. I would say that Jackie and I are the biggest enablers when it comes to (laughs) creative and ideas. One of us will say, I've got an idea. And the other person's like, let's do it. And then we go on this crazy wild ride. And I just have to say, it's like a kindred spirit other half that I have. And I'd like to introduce you all to my good friend, Jackie Santagen. Please welcome her to Twisted Plot Podcast. Oh my gosh, hold on a minute, because I'm going to cry for like five minutes before we can start. <laughs> Please. Please cry. That was like the nicest uh, intro. I mean, really, I think we're done here. You, uh-huh. uh, okay, you let me just everything. turn it off. All right. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're ready to Bye. Go. Good night. Bye. Yeah. And that's all. That's the first podcast back or second podcast back. Here you go. Um, yeah, that was, that was like the nicest intro ever. And I really do have like, like a little tear. I'm going to just wipe it real quick. Uh, Candace, Candace style. If I had a napkin, I would (laughs) fold it into a petite square and just dab it gently at my eyelid. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be on Twisted Plot podcast again, where I met you really, you know? True. Back when the uh, magic happened, where the magic happened and will continue to happen. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure of it. You've done so much for social media, the community in the Bravo sphere. You've given us so much with all these accounts. I mean, I, I can't even keep up. I, I, there's some that I've seen that I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Jackie's. And she hasn't even told me yet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have a problem. It's a problem. This is don't, you know, you're an enabler. This is true. I'm, I need to stop. I need to calm down. I have a family. I need to take care of them. Uh, Eventually, they're going to get mad at me, I think. But no. yeah, I've got a lot, a lot going on. <laughs> you do. You do. There's a lot going on. And mm-hmm. uh, before we get into the depths of what it is that you do, I just wanted to share each of us a story about something that's happened to us this week that maybe brightened your day a little bit if you have one. Do you have any quick stories you can think of? If you need some time to um, think, see. I can start because I've got one. Yeah, you go really ahead. Go just... ahead. Go ahead. I'm sure I have something, but go ahead. Not like I plan to tell the story or anything. Not like I have an outline <laughs> in front of me with the story on it. But as you know, we're in a pandemic. And no shop. Yeah, I just, if you, ha- if you don't know, <laughs> caution, there's a pandemic outside. <laughs> so just wear a mask. Uh, yeah, wear a mask. Uh, but, you know, I haven't gone shopping in a store like a sh- I've gone to TJ Maxx a couple times, but I went into an Ulta the other day Ooh. and I thought that I would try mm-hmm. my hand at finding a new fragrance. I was like, I need a new fragrance. I need to smell differently to myself and my family because obviously I'm not going anywhere to use the fragrance. But I just wanted one, something, <laughs> something different. I went in. I'm like, I don't even know how this is going to work. I've got a mask on. Do I have to like spray do i stick the thing inside like a spray it on a 
on a on a paper and then stick it inside. How's it going to work? I usually buy the roller balls. Like I smell the big fragrances and then I'll just buy a roller ball Me because too. I have a problem committing to fragrances. I don't want the big one. Smaller Same. ones are. Yeah. So I went on my journey, my fragrance journey, and you know they had the sanitizers there, which was fantastic, super clean. And a woman came up and she said, can I help you? And I was like, well, you know, I'll know it when I smell it. I feel like that's for most people, right? I also didn't want to linger too long. So she said, well, you know, this one's really clean and fresh. If you smell any of them, smell this one. And so she gave it to me. I sprayed it and I was like, I need to walk around with it for a while. By a while, I mean like a minute. And I smelt it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is just delightful, this smell. It is absolutely intoxicating. I must buy it. I go and I check, roller ball, perfect. Pick up the roller ball, pick up some other bits and bobs, check out, go home, I get so excited. I'm like, this is the day. I have my new fragrance. I'm going to spray it. And I, I'm looking at my package and I'm looking at it and I was like, huh. And I, I took a beat because you know what, Jackie? I own this fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you were so pleased I, by it. <laughs> I loved it so much. I bought it twice. <laughs> and What I was fragrance like, is it? We need to it, know. I'm dying to know. It is Jimmy Choo, I guess it's Fever. Is that what it's called? Jimmy Choo Fever? Okay. It, I, mm. And now I have two rollerballs of it. I'm actually going to return the other one, but because I didn't open it yet, because I, when I realized, I was like, well, son of a gun, Evelyn, you, <laughs> <laughs> you bought the same damn fragrance. You must really like it. It smelled different for some reason in the store than the one that I have in my purse all ready to go. And the funny thing is, it was in my purse. I could have easily just reached into my purse and been like, <laughs> let me just double check that I don't have this one. Nope. I was dead sure. Yep. That's what happened to me. So that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, so that's sure. funny. I, it's funny that you're a rollerball girl. I'm a rollerball girl myself. Mm -hmm. And I, I typically don't wear a lot of fragrance. Um, my husband, big fragrance wearer, which makes sense because in our relationship, yours and mine, uh, it tends to be that I'm similar to your husband. You're similar to my husband. And that's why we work well together, I think. Mm -hmm, correct. Um, but uh, I do like a rollerball. But the most recent scent that I bought was also Jimmy Choo. Now, I don't know if it was fever, I don't believe that it was because it was in like a pink bottle and that doesn't feel very fevery to me, but I'll check it out when we finish this and just oh, saw, you send you a little to. texty text and let you know. Yeah. Have to Actually, see I don't it. think it says on the bottle, but we'll see. I'll send you a picture of the bottle. You can tell me. Huh. Now I'm wondering if I just picked up the wrong roller ball and it was a different fragrance. Does it smell totally different? No, it was the same. I double checked. Uh, <laughs> Well, that's funny. Unbelievable. Okay. Well, I thought of something that happened today and it kind of ties into a little bit of the Bravo universe anyway. Mm, so lovely. I don't know if I mentioned it to you because you had so much going on in your personal life. I didn't want to uh, interject, but mm. for Bravo Literary Society, we have started a, a book bracket, kind of like March Madness, but for Bravo books. It's on our stories. By the time this airs, it'll be done. So sorry, but it's happening right now. And nice. uh, <laughs> I decided to tag some of the authors. I don't always tag people because, frankly, we sometimes say mean things about them on the podcast, and I just don't want to hurt their feelings. But this, I felt like they would want to participate in it. It's just basically like vote for this book or this book. So I thought maybe they'd want to know. And um, Carol Radziwill saw it and was so excited that she shared it to her stories, which has been really great for Bravo Literary Society because we've gotten some new follows from that. Uh, but what happened today, and I just, you know, when I put the bracket together, I wasn't really thinking ahead. But what happened is when they, when she advanced to the next round, so did Bethany Frankel. And so they were pitted against each other in the semi-semifinals, whatever that is. Yeah. So then I was like, oh man, Carol's going to think I set her up. And she was, she reposted this and she was being kind of friendly. And, uh, so then I, I messaged her. I was like, Hey, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to do this. You know, um, I know this is a little touchy. She was like, Oh, no big deal. And she sent me several like crazy emoji faces with the tongue Ooh, out thing. Fun. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of best friends now. It's kind of exciting. We've kind of gone back and forth. 
maybe oh. 10 whole messages. I mean, so that that's, was exciting ha- that's for what, me. that's what happens when they email us back or email DM us back. Right. Actually, you had a guest on recently on Bravo Literary Society. Oh my gosh. Who had an email interaction with Ramona, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. Richie D from Caduce. Yeah. Like one of my favorite people. Okay. Listen, guys, this pandemic has been the worst, but what I can tell you is that I have met some of my favorite people, Evelyn being one of them. And the Evelyn meeting was just like a a perchance thing. Like I just happened to notice that she was looking for people to come on her podcast and I just happened to message her. And then we just happened to be almost the same person. And it's just been this wonderful journey. And, uh, but Richie is another great person that I've met and he had a fantastic little Ramona interaction via email where she kind of cleared her name from the whole, um, drag queen bingo scenario. scenario. As you do. So well, happy for great. him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I, <laughs> I'd say that, um, you know, I think it was Ryan Bailey who posted something about internet friends and how amazing they are and how they're the only friends right now, the internet friends. So it's really nice to have each other in this whole great, big, wild, wild Instagram. I'm not really on Twitter anymore, but uh, the Instagram world. Yeah. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. Speaking of Instagram is how you got started in the Instagram world. Oh, well, that's interesting. Uh, You know, I started just with my own personal account Mm -hmm. and uh, I just was not comfortable with it. You know, as a person of our generation, I was very comfortable with Facebook. And then a friend of mine was like, you have to be more active on Instagram. So then I did my personal account and then I had this little t-shirt thing that I was doing when I was a teacher. Um, it was funny. I started making t-shirts for other teachers in my school, but then there was like this turf war because there was another teacher who was making t-shirts and it, yeah, it got real dramatic and people were like, you can't buy from Jackie. You have to buy from Jamie and blah, 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 blah. And yeah. (laughs) So then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start selling my shirts on Etsy. And then I was like, you know what? I watch a lot of Bravo. I'm just going to focus all of my design on Bravo themed shirts. And I just found this beautiful little niche of people on Instagram uh, and in the universe that also love Bravo. And that's kind of how I started Velvet Hammer Designs. And then, you know, that was primarily just to promote my shirts. But as I've learned more about the community and just met different people. It's just kind of spread to other things, I guess. It does spread fast, doesn't it? Yeah. Everything does. And now I have pretty fast. I have so many accounts that I'm not allowed to have them all active on my phone at one time. Like I have to pick which ones are the most important. It's really embarrassing. (laughs) How many accounts are you allowed to have on Instagram officially? Okay. Now don't tell anybody I told you guys this. Five, I think, but (laughs) I have six and I don't know. I tricked the system. I, there's a glitch in the matrix. I think I did something like I deleted the app, but I had already logged in somehow. And anyway, I don't even remember how I did it. I can't even tell you how I did it, but now I can never delete the app again because I don't want to mess it up. I have six Man. active accounts. They're listening right now. You're either going to be shadow banned tomorrow or right. you're going to be <laughs> on some That's like. what's going on. That's or we'll, the problem. We'll, okay, now. We'll, we'll unplug you or something like that. You know what I mean? Like as soon as we yeah. unplug you, it'll go back down to five and then you'll be like, oh, I was in the sixth one the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Neo. Okay, I am yeah, Neo. Is- okay. <laughs> So you have the kind mind, smart hearts. You have an Instagram for that one as well, right? Okay. So that whole thing started, you know, you sent me an outline. Normally, you know me, I'm like ridiculously planny and I Mm -hmm. write a lot in my outlines. And I was like, this is not my thing. This is Evelyn's show. I'm not going to add anything, but I am going to think about what I'm going to say. And I'm going to try to keep it concise. But I feel like I need to take you guys back to like elementary school real quick for me. Okay. Okay. So I grew up in a house where I was very loved by my parents, but my mom struggled with a lot of things. She had addiction. She had mental health issues and she had suicide attempts and she also had cancer. So 
home life was real stressful. My dad moved to Malaysia when I was eight years old. So it was just like my brother and me and my mom. And although she was, she loved us and she did the best that she could, home life was a little turbulent. And uh, so school was where we were like, I won't say happy because I hated school, but I also felt like safe there. And I felt like I could do well at school. Like I always did well. So fast forward to college. Now I won't say that I picked teaching in college because I didn't. I picked a BS major, which did nothing for me. Nobody majored in English literature. It's useless. It doesn't do anything. What? You went to college and you (laughs) took a major that you didn't even follow through? What? That's weird. I know. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Nobody does that. No. Um, Yeah. Well, I really, I just went to college because I wanted to live in Austin for a while. Hook them horns. And, uh, I did that. And, um, when I got out, I was like, Oh, nobody wants to hire an English major. That's weird. And so then I, I decided to be a teacher, which made sense because, uh, school was a great place for me as a kid. But the problem was I had not been trained to be a teacher. So I was a real crappy teacher for the first couple of years. Horrible. Like, like think about your worst teacher. That was me. Think about your kid's worst teacher. Also me. Um, I would like, I would scream my poor babies. You know, I was just bad. And I uh, picture like Cameron Diaz, bad teacher, you walking down the school, like coffee, (laughs) cigarette, like, hey, what? What's going on, guys? Like, is that what we're looking at here? Yeah, basically. (laughs) No, I mean, I wasn't drunk and I was smoking at school. But I I was a smoker back then. And there was an instance where I was smoking a cigarette in the car on the way to school, like 10 miles from my school building. And one of my students was in the car in front of me. And I didn't realize till she was waving at me in the back window, like, hi. And then I like threw the cigarette out really quickly. Anyway. Yeah. I don't smoke anymore, guys. Smoking's bad for you. Anywho. So I was really bad. And I decided, first of all, I decided to blame everybody else for it for a little while. And then I finally decided that I needed to get help to be a better teacher because otherwise I was going to have to find another job because this wasn't going to go well. Crying every day is not uh, desirable in your profession. And so I finally like went and got trained on how to like manage a classroom. Fancy that. And, uh, (laughs) and I discovered that that was where my real passion lie lay lied was anyway, that's where my passion was. And so after 11 years of teaching, I finally went back and got my counseling degree. Then I got knocked up. Thanks husband. And, uh, (laughs) didn't, (laughs) Well, to be fair, we tried really hard and I had to go to like fertility stuff. So I took a year off of teaching, got pregnant, and then I have not been back in the classroom because there's this thing going around outside guys and uh, not really, I'm not really, it's it's like this like virus, but I've heard it doesn't really exist. So I'm not too worried, but uh, yeah, I don't really want to start a new job where it's real touchy feely right now. It's just not in my cards and Mm. But I have all this training and I have all this experience and it's something that I, like I said, I'm just passionate about. So I'm sorry that I rambled just now for like five minutes, but I just wanted to let people know that yes, I love Bravo and yes, I draw things on t-shirts, but also I have some sort of experience and qualification necessary to talk to your children. So please trust me like a little bit. And I promise I don't smoke in any of the videos that I make. Oh. <laughs> As an audience for Bravo are a lot of parents out there and there's a Mm -hmm. lot of us struggling with what we need to give our children in the home. I'm a parent myself. I know we're doing homeschooling. Actually, this is the first time since the first time this year for homeschooling. It's been much different. There's been a lot of kinks worked out and it's been so much better for us. I would have to say it's like night and day and a lot of that I think has to do with just them taking an approach, a different approach, but, and also there's different teachers, right? Everybody teaches differently. Technology aspect of it is just a hot mess, right? As an adult, we have problems with technology and these children are expected to kind of understand how to mute themselves and, and all this stuff. And it's just, it's, it's a headache. So these videos, I think that you're giving to the community and I want, I would love for the Bravo parents out there to go check them out just because she is, Jackie is, she's 
a part of our community. You know, she 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 gets us. She gets you guys. So <laughs> if if you think I am that you. I don't know, yeah, she is. She's uh, unplug her quick. Uh, she is <laughs> definitely. Uh, on our level, as far as humor, openness, friendliness, she just gets us. So if Aww, if you thanks, have children, Bill. yeah, definitely go check these <laughs> videos out. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. My kids love it. They were very enthralled watching the video. Aww, so, so good to hear. Very, very helpful. I love that you gave me a chance to talk about it. So thank you for that. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that I would love to have other Bravo Instagrammers out there that are in this sphere talk about what they have to offer in terms of like bringing something to the listeners that I have. Because yes, I do have a lot of listeners now, which is great. Uh, do I have that imposter syndrome where I'm like, hey guys, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little <laughs> bit. Okay. I'm not going to lie. It's been a little bit of a wild ride. If you don't know what I'm talking about and you're just listening organically, then Welcome. <laughs> good on you. Yeah, good on you. Welcome. But um, there, there was a little bit of stuff that happened kerfuffle. with this podcast, Kerfuffle, and we're, we're working through it. So I just want to be able to uh, offer the listeners there some, some cool tools to use as they go through the rest of their day, just one day at a time, <laughs> one minute at a time, one hour at a time. And I titled this podcast a couple different things. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was called hitting reset. Do you know when you go bowling and you're bowling <laughs> and, this ball gets stuck. and the ball gets stuck and your pins are there and you're having it, you were in a flow, you're in a rhythm and like, oh, the bowling ball's going, you've got like tens on the board, boom, boom, turkeys, right? And mm, the ball gets that's stuck. Me. <laughs> you know me <laughs> so well. <laughs> throwing turkeys. Uh, <laughs> But the ball gets stuck. And what do you have to do when the ball gets stuck? You got to well, push can... that dang reset button. Messes up everything. Hit reset, right? <laughs> yeah. Screws up all the scores. But you know what? Once you hit it, it resets things. And so mm -hmm. I feel like I had to hit my internal reset button with this podcast because I really needed to reassess my intention for the podcast, what I was trying to do because it wasn't supposed to be totally Bravo-centric. It's reality TV, pop culture, life, everything podcast, right? So, of course, I want to talk about Bravo because I enjoy my reality TV. And Bravo's where I find it. So, when I say hit reset and what I had to do for myself, and I told you, obviously, because we text about 20 times a day, a book was suggested to me from a friend of mine, and it was called The Four Agreements. Now, I told you about this book. Uh, did you happen to listen to it? Oh, yes. Well, for the listeners, um, Evelyn's had quite a few resets, I think, in her life lately. <laughs> and one of them, <laughs> this is, I call it her All In with Evelyn program. And uh, she has recommended to me approximately 5,000 times uh, that I take these vitamins guys now. Oh yeah. The vitamins. Uh, <laughs> I just want to bring it up because it's a two part system, the vitamins and the book. And after Evelyn got her hands on these vitamins in this book, I'm telling you her life turned around in a way that was evident through text messages. Now that's not something that's very easy to read. So for me to notice that she was just in a different place, it, it was wild. So I was like, I got to get my hands on these vitamins. And now, listen, if you live where I live, don't be taking all my vitamins. Don't be taking all her vitamins because she has to go to multiple targets to get them already as is. <laughs> They're the Ollie brand flawless complexion vitamins. Mm. And I'm going to give you my quick review of the vitamins. Now, my complexion, uh, while not flawless, is it, fine. I, I think there's something else going on right now, which is making my complexion not great. So I don't blame the vitamins for that. I will say you, your energy levels were off the charts when you started taking them. So I was expecting the same and I did not have that same experience the first few days, but then I found out the culprit 
is ragweed. And we had this horrible ragweed pollen situation happening where I live. So oh, I, I have thought a, you an meant allergy. the ragweed was in the vitamin. <laughs> I was like, I don't no. remember seeing that as an ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, funnily enough, I, okay. So I knew I had a ragweed situation and it makes your throat tickle. So then I also thought I had COVID, which freaked me out. But then I was like, I'm going to drink some hot tea, some chamomile tea to calm me down. And, uh, I was like, wow, this really calms me down. I wonder if it would also calm down my child. So I looked it up. I was like, can you give chamomile tea to a two-year-old? And then I found out chamomile is ragweed. And so you shouldn't be drinking it if you have a ragweed allergy. Hot tip to all you guys out there. And I'm going to tell you this also, no less than two people that I've told this to are like, oh my God, I did the same thing. I drank that tea to help my, my sore throat and it made me worse. So don't drink it if you have a ragweed allergy. Uh, I did read the book to answer your question. And I did take the vitamins and I am all in with Evelyn Marley. All in with Evelyn. I'm not sure I should be using that. <laughs> Can we call it something uh, else? Like everything I've only with eaten Evelyn ice today. Everything. Whatever's clever. Yeah. With, with clever, Whatever, clever. Whatever's, whatever's clever with Cleverlyn. Okay. Anyways, we're mm-hmm. getting off topic, but <laughs> I'm glad you Shocking. took the vitamins. Shout out to, what is it? Ollie? Ollie brand vitamins. Ollie. Yeah. I highly recommend them. And, and by the way, I was on a mission to get those vitamins because uh, I just heard so many wonderful things through my internet friends. By the internet friends, I just mean the reviews. Um, they were all really good. <laughs> They're quite tasty. So they are yummy. Step one, get your vitamins. <laughs> step two. And they're high your- in B6. So that's the energy. That's, that's, that's where it's That's it. From. Yeah. Yeah. I had to maybe up another, I needed more energy. Yeah. I just snapped about that. I, I needed more energy. And so I definitely added another B vitamin to my routine. Repertoire. And that's how- yeah. yeah mm-hmm. And it's helped a lot. So um, next, <laughs> this book now, um, The Four Agreements, I actually listened to it through Apple audiobooks. And it's an Oprah recommended book, everybody. So I actually went back down the vaults. As everyone knows, I like a good spiral. And I started spiraling out on this book and doing some research about it. And the author, he is a gentleman. His name is Don Miguel Ruiz. And he did a little interview with Oprah on one of her podcasts. If you feel like going and listening to that, go and listen. It's quite interesting. But if you just want to know about the book, I would love for us to just kind of talk about these four agreements a little bit, just so the listeners can kind of get an idea of what they are. Because I'm sure they're like, what the what are the agreements? You know, that's what right. I would be right now if I was on the other side of this listening to be like, just shut up and tell me the agreements already. Get on with it. And then like <laughs> one and a half speed, two speed, get, get, get. Like, <laughs> so feel free Which to, how like, I listen to it. speed us up a little bit and we'll just roll through these agreements really quick. They're very simple and not hard to follow along, but they will transform your life. So... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll say, I don't think you've actually said the name of the book, but it is The Four Agreements, just in the case somebody wants to. Yes. Yeah. The and, Four Agreements. And I said that I didn't take notes, but I did take notes on the book, just so I want to have it. Okay. So not a lot of notes. Not not Bravo Literary Society type of notes, because that's insane. But I did just to keep me focused. Perfect. That is, I have notes <laughs> as well. And we we dive in. First agreement, Jackie, do you want to start us off with the first agreement? Sure. The okay. first agreement is make sure your words are impeccable. Mm. What could you possibly Well, mean? okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. And you know, I'll say when we first started when I first started listening to this book, I was kind of like, all right, get to the point, get to the point. What do you mean by that? So, yeah. I know how everybody is listening right now thinking um impeccable in this sense is basically like try not to say anything that is gossipy or negative about somebody else. Um, and you know, in this day and age with cancel culture being the way it is something that could come back and bite you in the butt. I mean, and it's not necessarily just for that reason, because you should be scared of that, but also because it will make you feel better about yourself to not be spewing negativity into the world. I agree. I would definitely say that I think in our industry as Bravo Mm. Instagrammers, part of our job, (laughs) I'm air quoting part of our commitment to the craft 
would be kind of gossip, right? Everybody right. kind of flies it around the Instagram word. So be impeccable with your word. I mean, how do you translate that onto into something like that? I'd, I'd say that we use the creative outlet of Bravo on Instagram to go out there and have fun and just make light of things. But these days, things are more serious. And so I have, I just feel like there's a bigger opportunity for people to really address these issues in a more serious manner, in a positive manner, in a, in a constructive manner. So for me, I think being impeccable with your word, you can still have the fun of Bravo or the fun of doing your Instagram social media thing, but not to forget that there are humans on the other side. There are people. Right that are there. And so when you're in the comment section doing your thing, you you got to keep that like in the forefront of your mind a little bit. For sure. It, it made me think about Dax Shepard's podcast, which I talk about at least twice a day. And uh, he, if you listen, as I you do. know, mm-hmm. is, was an archaeology major, archaeology, not archaeology, anthropology, sorry, anthropology major. And uh, he talks about gossip a lot, actually, on his podcast, because it's a way for you to kind of form bonds with people if you absolutely talk about it. So when I heard that in the book, I was like, but my bonds, how will mm-hmm. I make my bonds? You know, you know, so yeah. I get, I get that it's useful. And we even have a whole podcast called residential confidential, which is dedicated to sure gossiping. Yes. <laughs> but we have really tried to rein in our snark. I will say on that one and, you know, focus more on the crows who, by the way, are watching, but Always. you know, uh, <laughs> you know, we've really tried to make it a more positive listening experience than it was initially when we started. So, if you do go listen to it, maybe start in the later episodes and see what you think, and work your way backwards. Try try it out that way. I don't know. Let's go to the second agreement. Sure. So first first agreement: be impeccable with your word. And uh, there's different subcategories of that. If you listen to the book you can get a better idea. Number two, second agreement. This one changed my brain scans. I think if you put um, some type of thing and looked at my brain after I read this one and listened to it, I was a different person altogether. And it really helped me focus on what not to focus on. And that is don't Mm -hmm. take anything personally, good or bad. Just don't take it personally. Who knows? It's coming from inside another person and you don't have to take that personally inside your own self. You don't. You can let it go. You don't have to uh, like wear that in your own head as truth because you know what's real in your own head. So I I really, really liked this agreement. I agree with this agreement for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, when you told me about this book and you started texting and I said, I noticed a difference in you. I think it was most strongly related to this agreement. Like I could tell that you were not letting things get to you that normally would have gotten to you. And I could see that you had made that change. And when I listened to this book, I thought this is going to be the hardest one for me to really adopt in my life. Like you have to remember that when people say something, it's because it, it's filtered through whatever experiences they've had and whatever they're going through right now. And you should remember that, but it's really hard to do that. You know, it's really hard, uh, especially if you're a people pleaser, especially if you just can't say no, if, you know, it's just hard. But I agree, if I am able to do this, it will make a big difference in my life. <laughs> And I concur, you know, I think a big thing for me when it came to starting the podcast up again, and you guys are going to hear me talk about starting the pop. This is just a part of my life and what's happening right now. It's taken me a long time to get here. And I so excited. We're so proud of you. I'm so excited to be to be back and to share with you guys some some guests that I have. So it's just going to be a fun time. When it came to don't take anything personally, I think for the longest time, it was funny because I I did a montage of all my bad reviews that I got from- mm, That's funny. Yeah. And I thought it was hilarious. But even somebody had a review on me self-deprecating myself with my reviews. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. They were like- trying to gain sympathy by posting all her bad reviews. And I'm like, I don't know, like if I posted the good ones, would you guys think I'm tooting my own horn? And then if I post the bad ones, will you guys think that I'm 
trying to gain sympathy. But after I read this, I was like, oh, I don't give two shits. Like, it really doesn't even yeah. make a difference. And and it really doesn't. I mean, if you guys want to go and review my podcast and give me some feedback, that'd be great. But uh, for the reviews I got in 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 the span of time that I, I thought it was really funny because none of it had to do with the actual content that I had just it was just fueled by anger at that time. And so that's why I was kind of like, oh, well, what are you going to do? So I think it was fueled by anger and like some sort of loyalty that yeah. people think that they have to people that they don't even know. You know what I mean? It's And it's, that's okay. I mean, yeah, uh, people have these crazy loyalties for sports teams, right? They go nuts true, true, for true. them, yeah. right? Die hard. So They get them tattooed I, on their bodies. It was funny because I – in the podcast that I have for she, I I have no mal intent. My intent was never to hurt anything about Sheena. I adore Sheena. I think you she love Sheena. Made, it was made for that show. She was Sheena was made for that for this outlet. She is pure gold, and I say that in the podcast too. But obviously, it it did not translate well. And um, yeah, I just for me, I'm not taking it personally. You guys tell me how you feel about it. I will accept what you want to tell me, but I know in my truth what my intent was and exactly what and why I wanted to start this podcast. So that's my second agreement. Number three. Mm. I'll do the third. I'll be <laughs> yeah. I'll be the odd one yeah. <laughs> going forward because there are so many more. Um, okay, yeah. Number three, <laughs> don't make assumptions. Don't assume that Jackie knows that she's supposed <laughs> to say the third one. I really liked this third one. And this is where I really got... Uh, hooked, I think, into the agreements mm. because it's something that I uh, have always really latched onto in like my job. Like, I don't like when somebody has an expectation of you, but they don't make clear what the expectation is, and you're just supposed to know what they expect from you. I don't, I don't like mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I agree. You people should not assume that you know. Um, they should tell you. And but here's where it falls back on me is if it's not clear to me, it's really my job to make it clear, to ask questions. So that's what I liked about this book is it kind of is like, okay, it's, you know, you can ask questions to clarify. And they said it happens a lot with your partner, your romantic partner, which I think is so true. I don't know how many times I've told my husband, I'm not a mind reader. You have to tell me if you're upset or if you want me to do something, I, I didn't know that we didn't pack the bag of towels in the car for swim practice. I didn't know that because you normally you do, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah, you have to communicate. <laughs> can't, can't just put the trash out in the middle of the kitchen and walk by it 20 times and stare at them and just be like, when are you going to take this out? I mean, not like <laughs> I've done it or anything, but just still like, yeah, you have to really be able to openly communicate. Right. Mm-hmm. And just don't assume that you're on the same page and don't mm-hmm. assume that they know what you want. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought I was like, wow, okay, I'm on board. Now I can go back and look at those first two agreements and really jump on those as well. <laughs> yeah. They like layer they they layer each other. And I think that mm-hmm. with this one for me, it was the, an example would be, um, overthinking and projecting like through text messages. Mm-hmm. When I see a text message, like, why did they say it like that? I don't understand. Like maybe that, maybe it was the way that I said something. And you, you spiral, spiral, spiral. And like the word was like, okay. Right. So yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. But did they put a period or an exclamation point? Like <laughs> was there an emoji afterwards? It makes a difference. It does. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, totally. And it reminded me of something that my therapist says is like, before you start to like spiral, say the words in your head, why do you think that? Like, uh, and I can't give an example right now off the top of my head. I don't know why I can't, but I just can't think of something. But uh, Mm. before you just make an assumption, say, why is that your assumption? And then you kind of are like, oh, because I'm insane right now. That's why. Um, (laughs) Because I'm making (laughs) assumptions. That's why. Because I'm in my head, of course, like just floating up there in the never, never land, thinking, thinking, thinking. And then you go back down to don't take it personally and then fall back on right. to, was I impeccable with my word? Anyways, number four. And I just want to point out on my outline, it says one, two, two, three. So apparently I don't know how to make an outline, <laughs> but um, you're doing number, great. 
Yeah. Number four is always do your best. I tried my best writing this outline. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> um, always do your best. And that is like your best is going to change from moment to moment, uh, depending on how you feel. If you're unhealthy, if you're feeling great. And an example that I would have for, I know that there are some parents and, and not parents, but I, I'd say an example as a parent would be, have you ever gone to a store and you're the parent and your kid's having a tantrum and they are flailing on the floor and just like all over the place. And you're like, one day you can handle it and you're like, it's okay, calm down, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't worry. And then the next day this happens, you are out of your mind, like, get off the floor. Like, just come yeah. on. Like, I will break your arm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you've been both the person watching you mm-hmm. and you've been the person in that moment. So you've been right. And you've sure. been the person who's been able to do the rest and the person who can't take it anymore. And I think that my sister is the one who pointed this out when I, when my kids were little, she's like, you're just having a bad day. You're tired. You're run down. Your defenses are down. You just, you don't have the patience for it today. That happens. We have, sometimes Mm -hmm. we have the patience for things and sometimes we don't. And so the important thing is to just do your best. Even if that day you don't have the patience and you don't have the mindset to be like, calm down, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to be calm before you can address the situation yeah. and help them be calm. Yeah. I want to just point out, I'd said, I will break your arm. I've never said that to my child, but I did hear somebody else say that to their child in the mall once. So that's why no, I said that. Uh, that yeah. is scary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. So from that section, I had a couple of uh, thoughts, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. First of all, I liked the part where it said that if there's something that you want out of your life, you have to take action on it. You can't just like hope that it happens. Uh, If you're just watching TV all the time or getting drunk all the time, you're wasting your life away. And I have definitely been that person that has been drinking my days away and that person that's been watching TV my days away. So uh, I feel like now during this pandemic, I've really you know, started so much Instagram. (laughs) I feel like I'm really seizing my potential, but really I'm, I'm kidding, but I'm not really because I have all these podcasts and YouTube things and, and projects that are really kind of fulfilling me emotionally and, and giving me this outlet that I, for some reason was unable to start without this imminent threat constantly upon me. So, uh, I'm glad for that, I guess. And also I liked that it said, don't expect that you'll always be able to do the other three agreements, just do your best. And so that's what you're saying with the layering, like Mm -hmm. this rule applies to the other agreements. So we were in, we've been inside and we have this connection with reality TV and having a couple drinks of wine and just enjoying itself and watching this and like no self judgment. Don't judge yourself on it. No, 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 no. Like we enjoy it. And that is our thing. And that is my best. I enjoy doing that. And I'm pretty (laughs) damn good at it. So (laughs) I would say that I am living my expectation of that fourth agreement. (laughs) Yeah, I have a gold medal in yes. Bravo watching. So I thank you very much for that. Thank no, you. I seriously, no judgment on that. And you can't possibly be in action at all times. You deserve and need rest. So, you know, unwinding is fine. I'm, And I don't mean to judge anybody, but no, uh, no. that definitely spoke to me. Uh, a thing that I, I noticed throughout the whole book, which was a little weird, if you choose to listen to this, is it feels... Like, okay, first of all, they talk about God a lot in the book, and uh, I am not a religious person. So to me, I got lost a little bit in those points, but I just tried to think, okay, the universe or something Mm -hmm. greater, you know, I just replaced it with that. And then um, some of the words they chose felt very, okay, there's the slot machine that I always go to when I go to the casinos because- I'm a slot machine player and my favorite machine is called Howling Wolf and God, I miss that machine. It just oh, gets me so jazzed. Like an it actual, has a wolf. Oh man, yes, I but, love it. And that. it has a moon yeah. and it says, 
It says, you have received eight moon prize selections. Wait for your fir- first moon prize selection. And then it's like, bing, boom, ba, boom, beep. And then all these flashing lights. And there are these beautiful, co- like the most beautiful lights out of any of the casino machines. And the language in this book was very eight moon prize selections to me. Like the <laughs> war against the victim and the judge and the parasite. It just felt very odd. <laughs> I'm so, cracking up is- right now. I can't actually breathe. That's why if I'm like laughing. First of all, I can never yeah. go to Vegas and not find the Howling Moon slot yeah, machine. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's the best one. It's really the best one. And it's near like the Aztec one and there's like a Rose one. They, it's like a, a company makes this whole suite of machines and they always group them together in a little chunk. Oh. And I always play the moon. It's where I have my best luck. And uh, yeah, I really miss the casinos. But that's where that's where your your best self. It's, it's one moon. of my best selves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my uh, my girlfriends and I do this annual birthday thing where the four of us go out for dinner, and we go to the same restaurant and we go for you know each person's birthday and the other people the other girls buy the per- whoever's birthday it is we buy them mm-hmm. their dinner, and instead of a card we write in this Howling Moon notebook. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. And so it was a I saw the howling moon. I couldn't resist. I bought the notebook and then we've been writing in it, I think for about um five or six years now. We've been doing this birthday tradition. This is the first year, 2020. Hey, you suck 2020, because we haven't been able to go. <laughs> um, uh. first year. Yeah, first year we haven't been able to go, but you whoever gets the book gets to take it home and reread all the notes and the, cause we write them Aww. at the table based on what our conversation is, what cocktails that's we have. such a lovely little yeah. memory book. Tradition. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I have no idea who has it right now, but whoever does, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fight you for it because I want to see what it says in there. <laughs> and I know they all listen yes. because they're my good friends. So they're probably they the should, only people otherwise, that are going to listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And no, we'll no, do no. that Thousands, tradition. Millions. We should we should do that tradition too now. Birthday dinners when we can actually go and see each other. I think that that would be right. great. When I move to where you are, I won't say where you are, but when I move there in you know two days or so, however long it is, <laughs> two days. <laughs> um, so that's the four agreements, everybody. I don't I don't right. want to draw this out too much, but I do want to say that. If you have some time, I wouldn't say that they're strong, like Christian religious undertones. I did hear God a lot too in the book, but Mm -hmm. I really do believe that it was just more like your God and whatever you believe in. If that's Andy Cohen and that's your God, then, you know, that's (laughs) what you believe in. And so use him as your moon and you howl at Andy Cohen. Another, Another book we read was Untamed. And did you finish or are you still working on it? What are you? I'm pretty much done with the book. I mean, I got to the point where I messaged her. So. (laughs) Oh, good, good, good. Right. That's like. And she'll probably read it too. She's very good about that. Um, Did you message her? No, no, I didn't. But she supposedly is good. Glennon Doyle is the author. And she actually had a brilliant tweet today. I don't, you feel free to cut this if you want, but uh, regarding the debates, um, she said that it was a great example of how white men are allowed to break the rules and how women have to follow the rules and still win. I thought I, that's exactly what I thought while I was watching it, but she just puts it, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously. She said it even better than that. Mm-hmm. If that blew your mind, just imagine what Glennon said. <laughs> but like, <laughs> she just has a brilliant way with words. And every time I would tune in, you know, cause I listened to that book as well. I knew I was setting myself up for a couple of tears probably because it's all so touching and so intense, especially if you're a woman listening to this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Just, I highly recommend that book. If you're having marital problems, maybe just, you know, get yourself <laughs> ready that they might get stronger in your head a little bit. Uh. <laughs> but also it goes hand in hand with ag- making agreements for yourself, right? right? right. As in- yeah to just make an agreement to be better to yourself for yourself and don't let anyone dull your sparkle really choose to to get out there and shine and 
Don't take it. Because you're a goddamn cheetah. You're a goddamn cheetah. Don't take it personally, <laughs> but you're a goddamn cheetah. <laughs> Squish those books together. Yes. Yeah, it was funny because I, I recommended that book to you a while ago, like at the beginning of our friendship. And mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what? Maybe not right now, but come back to it. And then you recommended The Four Agreements and I started listening to it. And I was like, oh, you, it's time. Now's the mm-hmm. time. Pull that trigger, read the book. And, and I'm so glad I you think, did. It was great. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. So listen to both of those books or, or read them, but- I, f- I found listening to Glennon's voice, uh, it made me think that I was listening to Leslie Mann the whole time. Mm-hmm. Did you have Agree. that same reaction? Agree. Yeah. 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 I had I to like see her that, face. Sure. I actually had to go on Instagram and look at her face so I can just like picture her face talking because at that point I'm like, right. this is just Leslie Mann. So. <laughs> <laughs> same. That's exactly what I, my experience. Yeah. The, what they do want to hear is your plot twist because that's why everyone comes here. They want to know what, what they want to know what I'm going to screw up this time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they well, want to okay. know, yeah, plot twist. Um, okay, my we plot can twist. Do, yeah, you can do a plot twist for Bravo. You can do a plot twist for the OC. You can do a plot twist for Potomac. You can do it whatever you want, baby. Okay, well. Uh, I'm going to follow what your outline said because I was like, I'm going to come up with a plot twist ahead of time. So I'm Perfect. not on the spot and I don't get stressed. Mm. And I like this one because it kind of ties the four agreements into my podcasting and YouTubing and also a little bit of Rescon, uh, a little tie in for everything. So my plot twist is that somehow Ryan Gosling, Hot Goss himself, and Eva Mendez get a hold of Kind Mind Smart Heart and show their daughters my videos and are so inspired that Ryan Gosling does start an Instagram account with the sole purpose of contacting me so that he can co-produce my future episodes. Wow. I see this journey for you. Yeah. I should start tagging her. That's wise. I like it. Yeah. But yeah, that's my my plot twist for my life. It's I'm putting it out there. Universe, I'm gonna be impeccable. It's a it's hot goss, but in a, a positive way. So there you go. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming, Miss Jackie <laughs> Santishan. And it's just been an absolute delight and pleasure. I could do this all night. I know I could too. um, Thank you for inviting me and uh, I'm so glad to have met you. And everybody listening, please know that Evelyn is just a wonderful, wonderful human being. And if you haven't figured it out by listening to this entire episode, if you've made it this far and you haven't figured that out, you are a cuckoo-cachoo and I just don't get it. Um, But she is just lovely and you should listen to every other episode that comes your way. I'm really glad you read the outline. I told her to say all of that, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she wrote, cuckoo, kachoo. <laughs> can you tell everybody where they can find you, please? Oh, my God. The last you part. want me to read all 25 of my uh, Instagram? Okay. So- Name them all. Just throw them all out there. They're all going to write them down. Everyone, go get a pen and right. paper right now. <laughs> get out your phones. <laughs> Everyone, get out your phones. Well, you know what I'll say is this. Why don't you visit either Kind Mind, Smart Heart, excuse me, or Velvet Hammer Designs. And in my bio, there is a link to all of my other ventures. So if you are interested in finding out more about any of those things, you can click, click, clickety click away over there. My favorite saying, click, click, clickety click. And with that, we'll (laughs) bid you all a wonderful day. Just go out there and do your best. We love you guys. Yeah. All right. I do too. I love you. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Tune in next time and remember, stay twisted.